to the Journeys of Scientists podcast put on by MSU WAMPS. These are casual conversations with graduate students in a variety of different fields to learn about their experiences, research, and what brought them to where they are today. To keep up to date with future WAMPS events, be sure to check out our website at WAMPS.org or follow us on social media. We are MSU WAMPS on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. In this episode, we are joined by Ariana Troya, who is a first-year veterinary student at MSU. She's interested in pursuing a career in small animal medicine. Hope you enjoy. Welcome, Ariana. Could you briefly introduce yourself? Like, what is your area of study here at MSU? Um, yeah, so I'm Ariana, and I am a first-year vet student at the MSU College of Veterinary Medicine. Awesome. So, what sort of so what does a first-year vet student sort of look like? Do you does all vet students kind of take the same general thing? Or are you like a specialized area or anything like that? Yeah, so we all take the same courses um, first year. So um, I'm in a class of 115 people and um, we're separated by sections most of the time, but we definitely have some classes where all 115 of us are together. Um, We started this semester online right now. So uh, we are online for all of our lectures and then the labs we are in person. So that's really nice. Um, to be able to go to lab still. And then um, last semester, we were all in person. So there's definitely a few classes where we were all together, which was a lot of fun. Um, so it's mostly just going to lectures and labs. So we have a lot of those. And the labs consist of mostly going into the anatomy lab and looking at specimens, kind of identifying different structures on there. And then we also have um, clinical skills labs, they're called. And that's like, um, you know, kind of what the name entails, like learning clinical skills. So you're learning how to do blood draws and um, endotracheal tubes and stuff like that. So it's a lot of fun. Okay, cool. So like when you're doing all that stuff, is there, because I'll I'll just admit, like, I don't know much about, I never took biology or anything like that. Mm -hmm. Um, Does it? is there a lot of variance and like depending on what animal is, I just think there's like, you know, hundreds of dogs that you see like is drawing blood on one, you know, is it the same for all animals or is it relatively different? Yeah, it's actually pretty cool. So what we focus on mostly in the vet program is dogs mostly for sure. And then we do um, cats and horses and then cows as well. So those are kind of the four main ones we focus on. And um, so we kind of just learn like your general rules, um, which you're kind of hoping apply for every animal, but every animal will have some differences. Um, And it kind of depends too on like, so for instance, blood draws, like it depends on what's going on with the patient. So if you're in the clinic and the patient's um, older or they're overweight or dehydrated, that can all kind of um, change how, um, easier, hard it is to do the blood draw type of thing. So there's definitely some um, uh, factors that are going to affect things like that, just like kind of in people too. Um, And then another thing that's really interesting is learning about those four different types of animals and how they differ from each other and how they're also similarly. 
um, is really interesting to me. And then also, um, even in cardio, we did a little bit learning about human um, cardiology as well. So it's interesting to see how it all relates and um, how a lot of it is similar. Okay. Very interesting. So when you're do, like doing your labs or your tests or whatever, are you doing this on like live animals? Or are they dead animals? Or are they you know, arbitrary machines that you're doing this? Like what does that sort of look like, at least in the early stages that you're in? Yeah, so it all kind of changes. So for the anatomy lab, they're all going to be um, cadaver specimens. So um, we get a lot of the pro sections. Um, and they're kind of already dissected out for us. A lot of the um, professors dissect them and they do an amazing job of doing that for us. And then we're able to just go in a lab and look at different um, structures and stuff on the cadavers and see like, you know, the insides. And then um, the clinical skills lab, a lot of that is actually on um, models. Um, so like for the blood draws, we did um, models and in the tracheal tube, we did models as well. So the vet school does a really nice job of making um really quite realistic models for us and it's really fun and we get to go in and practice and everything and then no animals are harmed in the the process and then um we also get a little bit of live animal interaction as well and that's mostly just doing um like physical exams like we'll do um you know heart rate respiratory rate stuff like that practicing our physical exam skills um and then a lot of palpation so this week we were um or last week, sorry, we were learning how to um, palpate lymph nodes to check for abnormalities and stuff. Okay. And is palpating just like when you like push on something, see like what it yeah, feels like? What just, does that... Yeah, you're just feeling around. Yeah. <laughs> so kind of checking to see if everything is um, like the size it should be. And that's like a lot of what first year is. Um, first year at MSU for vet students is just learning all the normals, they call it. So we're just trying to learn like what is normal. So, you know, you're trying to find a lymph node and you're trying to be like, okay, this is a normal size. And it's kind of hard at first being like, okay, is this what it's supposed to feel like? And then year two, we go into all abnormal and like how to treat things more. Um, So it's really interesting, but yeah. So right now we're learning like all like, okay, this is what a lymph node feels like. Um, and it's kind of hard at first, especially with the feeling stuff. Um, you really, it's like, you have to get a feel for it, literally. So it's kind of difficult, but it's a lot of fun. Do you have like any pets on your own that you're like, oh, okay, well, now your dog is tired of you, like constantly trying to find its lymph nodes, like just during the day? Yeah, I'm actually so jealous. I don't have any pets of my own currently um, living with me at school. I just had my dog at my parents' house and um, I'm jealous of all my classmates. They all have pets and they get to practice their palpation skills. I'm like, I need a pet just in order to um, practice. But yeah, sometimes I'll even go over to my friends' um, houses and like palpate their dogs too. Um, I actually did that just the other day, which is kind of funny. And um, their dogs are all like really good for it. Yeah. Do you, so like, I kind of heard of like some people like in vet school doing this, like, are you like doing an internship or working in like a clinic or something like in addition to school or like shadowing or anything like that? Yeah. So, um, during school, when we're, um, actually in classes, I actually work at the MSU library and I just work at a call center, just answering phones. Honestly, (laughs) it's, um, it's a really great job just for um, being able to study when it's not busy. 
And um, I've actually had that job since undergrad, so it's really great. They let me continue working there. Um, and then for vet experience, I just work on my breaks. So um, over winter break a few months ago, I worked at the clinic that I've worked at since high school in my hometown. And then I also had the opportunity to shadow a new clinic as well, which was really exciting. Um, so it kind of just depends. But um, some people do work at clinics during school. Um, I personally don't because <laughs> I'm not uh, good enough at time management for that. Okay, that's fair. And then so are you I know at first you said you know, that you're working or these general combat was like those four types of animals, right? Um, mm-hmm. Are you interested in like going into like some sort of specific thing or are you like aiming to be like a general veterinarian? Yeah, so I'm really undecided. Um, I know I want to do small animals, so I want to work predominantly with dogs and cats. Um, I've worked at a clinic since high school that um, is a really fast pace. It's emergency clinic, um, super busy, and I've worked. That's the most of my vet experience was working there, and then um, the owner of that practice, the former owner, he was also an orthopedic surgeon. So he went on to specialize and he was a board certified orthopedic surgeon. Um, So I was strongly leaning towards doing that. So going on past vet school to pursue a specialty in orthopedics, I was considering that. Um, And then this past winter break, like I said, I got to um, shadow a new clinic and um, it was in Grand Blank. It's called Briarwood Veterinary Hospital. And um, it was just a general practice. So it wasn't emergency, um, or anything like that. And, um, now I'm feeling like a little bit confused. I was, um, I didn't think I would ever want to go into general practice and then shadowing that new clinic kind of changed my mind a little bit. I really liked the doctor that I worked with. Um, so he might've changed my mind a little bit, but, um, I'm sure going through school kind of, um, determine you know I can further Mm -hmm. define what I want to do and then um our fourth year at school is called like the clinical phase um so um once I'm in like my clinical rotations I'll be able to um see a lot more and have a lot more experience and be able to um determine what I want to go into okay very cool I could see how like if you're an animal person you like actually working with the animals and all that could be like kind of fun and interesting, but then I also know like in these spaces, you know, I could see how dealing with the animals owners or whatever could be like problematic. Like, do you, do they give any sort of like training or preparation, like how to deal or talk to like the actual humans who these pets belong to? Yeah, that is definitely a huge part of the job, which a lot of people, um, like I know when I was in high school, people were like, oh, I want to be a vet because I like don't like people. And I'm like, well, like actually, like it's like you have to interact with people a lot. And like sometimes it is very difficult dealing with clients. Um, sometimes it can be a lot of fun and you can build amazing relationships, but sometimes it is hard. So um, one thing MSU does, which is um, great, is they... Um, have a center it's called the um, LAC and it's over in the um, it's over in fee hall and so they have like um fake exam rooms kind of set up and it's all like um set up to be recorded so we go in and we like can practice our physical exams and stuff and um 
they have like they have like actors come in to mm-hmm. act as simulate clients and so we've been doing that um i think we went there like three times over last semester um so that was really great and then they give you feedback based on your um video footage and stuff so it's really nice getting that extra practice of interacting with clients and stuff like that oh that's that's really cool yeah i just pulled it up oh that that's really cool because i knew at least like medical students like do something like very similar to things as like I have a friend in medical school I'm like how do I become the standardized patient like I just want (laughs) to yeah I know and it's really great they do that um I I think they do get paid for it but I'm like you guys are so nice just coming out and (laughs) giving us feedback and the clients are always like super helpful like they give really nice feedback and stuff and um the last the first two was just with um just with the clients it was just the pet Mm. owner and then the last one we did we actually got to have the pet owner and their pets come in so um they brought in the dog actors as well (laughs) so i thought that was pretty funny (laughs) oh that 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 was really cool i like that yeah Yeah, there's um so i went to like colorado state Mm-hmm. Um, which has like, you know, a massive vet program there and yeah. they had like the big teaching hospital. And it was like always really cool. Cause you could, they would occasionally have tours of like the hospital and all that. Yeah. Um, it, they had all sorts of stuff. Something that I found interesting was maybe you could like elaborate on this and like how you like refer, you know, like to the animals as like patients. Like it, it seems like very, like you can't refer them in the same way that like a doctor refers to like the human patients or whatever. It was like, Oh, the kind of like terminology was all kind of the same, like treating them as if they're like people in some sense, if that makes sense. Is that true? (laughs) Yeah, I definitely usually refer to them as like the patient, like that's usually what we say. And then the client is usually usually the pet owner. Um, But yeah, usually I try, like, that's one thing we learned too, is like trying to use the pet's name and stuff more when you're interacting um, with the client and pet. So um, using the name a lot and stuff like that, they said is, um, a good idea but yeah it's kind of like funny it's like yeah. <laughs> you're dealing with a dog but, um yeah it is a little bit funny yeah oh and that's interesting if you use the names like because pets sometimes have interesting names like oh here's mr fuffles or whatever <laughs> yeah yeah you definitely <laughs> you definitely run across some interesting names i actually have a list um in the notes app of my phone i keep a list of like all the animal names i run across that are my favorites <laughs> Oh, that's awesome. So were you always an animal person? Yep. Yeah. I've always been a big animal lover for sure. Okay. And then, so you said that you did undergrad at MSU too. Is that right? Yeah. So I did undergrad at MSU and I got my um, undergrad degree in zoology. Okay. So it was like zoology, like the common like sort of thing that like vet students major in? Um, I would say the top two most common would be um, zoology and animal science. I would say animal science might be a little bit more common, um, but honestly, you can do any major and um, you can even get in without a major. So some people I know in my class, they were able to get in without having a bachelor's degree, which is awesome. Um, And then some of my friends, they've just had um, like biology majors and stuff like that. Um, So you can really, as long as you take the prerequisite classes, you can um, do whatever major you wish. Okay. Mm -hmm. So something that I just think is kind of interesting. So like 
Uh, so, so I, you know, got my undergrad and I like currently now, like I would say I am a graduate student and it's like most people mm-hmm. that are kind of getting their, their masters or PhDs are like graduate students. Mm-hmm. And then you sort of have like the medical students are like, oh, okay, well, they're sort of different in a sense. Like they're same sort of, but they're kind of differently. You refer to them as like medical students and they're kind mm-hmm. of like their own separate entity. Yeah. Are like vet students also like yet sort of like a different sort of entity, like do you just kind of refer to yourself as like a vet student or are you like another type of student or how do you kind of like, I don't really know where I'm going with this question, but it's, it's, <laughs> it just crossed my mind. Yeah. Usually we just say like vet student, like that's what, if anyone asks me, I'm like, yeah, I'm in the vet program or I'm vet school, whatever. Um, but yeah, it is kind of weird. It's like, and then some people will be like, are you like in grad school? And I'm like, yes, but like in the mm-hmm. vet school, you know, you kind of have to like explain it additionally. Um, but yeah, it's kind of like, yeah, I would say it's kind of its own little world over here a little bit, <laughs> but it's, um, yeah, I yeah. like, I've met people, um, in medical school and it's the same thing. Like they'll say, yeah, I'm like a med student, whatever. So I feel like it's the same type of thing. Like we're kind of our own little entity. Yeah. <laughs> okay. And what was sort of like the application process for vet school what did that sort of look like do you have to like interview do you have to take some sort of equivalent of like a MCAT or GRE or something like that yeah so usually um usually a lot of schools not all schools but some of them require the GRE for us and then um a lot of schools do interviews as well I actually applied so when I submitted my application, it was fall of 2020. So I was going into my, you submit when you're going into your senior year of undergrad, um, or you can submit anytime. Like a lot of people take gap years, which is awesome too. Um, so I submitted in 2020. So they didn't end up doing interviews for my cycle um, because of COVID and everything. Some of them did. Uh, virtual interviews like I had a virtual interview for Ohio State vet program um but I think that was I know there was other schools that also did virtual interviews but Ohio State was the only one that I did one for and then um what MSU did was instead of doing um interviews or virtual interviews they did the it's called the Casper test and I basically call it like an online personality test, essentially. Um, it's kind of what it is. And it's like this test where you have to go over, like, it'll give you an ethical scenario. And you have to basically say, like, how you would react. Um, so we did that for MSU. So for my year is a little bit different just because of COVID and everything. And then oh. a lot of the schools dropped the GRE requirement. They did not have people take the GRE. Okay. Very nice. Very nice. Yeah. So, so I was happy I didn't have to take it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So you said you always like animals and stuff. So when did you decide mm-hmm. that you wanted to go into like vet school? Were you just like ever since you're a small child or? Yeah. Yeah. I always wanted to go into, um, I always knew I wanted to do something with animals. And then I think as, as soon as I knew what a vet was, I was like, okay, that's what I want to do. Um, and I basically stuck with that um, the whole time. There was a time where I thought I wanted to be a um, human doctor. Um, and I went and I shadowed a OBGYN all day. And I saw a live birth, a C-section, and a circumcision. 
And I was like, okay, not for me. That's a, that's a, that's uh, a lot. <laughs> yeah. I'm like humans, uh, not my thing. So <laughs> I went back to um, committing to being a vet. <laughs> okay. Very cool. Um, when you were in undergrad or even like now as a, as a vet student, like, were you involved in any extracurriculars, you know, clubs, organizations, internships, et cetera? Yeah. So through school um, in undergrad, I was in the pre-vet club, which was a lot of fun. They have a lot of um, fun stuff to do through that club. I highly suggest it if you're an undergrad and want to be a vet. And then I also did a little bit with the zoology club in undergrad, but not much. Um, But they had a lot of fun stuff. I just like, it didn't really work out with my schedule. and yeah, I also did an internship um, one summer through Potter Park Zoo. Um, so it was kind of like a animal keeper internship and it was a lot of fun. I learned so much about like the behind the scenes of zoos and how they operate and stuff like that and what the role of a zoo vet is as well. So that was great. And I love that zoo. It's a, such a cute little place to go. Um and then, yeah, I think that was all like my school related extracurriculars. And then um, outside of school, I've done um, Brazilian Jiu Jitsu since I was a kid. And um, I go to the gym a lot for stress relief as well. And I'm really into doing um, jigsaw puzzles. Very nice. So, do you still do Jiu Jitsu? Yeah, I do. So I actually, um, I've trained since I was five years old. And then, um, so I was training at home. Um, My parents actually own a martial arts studio. So Mm. I kind of grew up with it, um, which is awesome. I love it so much. And then um, once I got into undergrad, I wasn't practicing as much. Um, I trained when I went home, but not... um, consistently and then actually when I started vet school um I had heard about a place up here that a lot of people suggested and when I started vet school we get placed into groups of four for our anatomy labs and we're with our group of four for the whole year so I was like okay I really hope I like these people and I do I like love them um but it's so funny because the one girl was also doing jujitsu and she's from California. And I was like, Oh, um, are you training here? And she had joined a school in Lansing. Um, and I was like, Oh, do you like it? And she said like really good things about it. And she encouraged me to come try it with her. And, um, so eventually I finally went and I like love it. And I'm so happy I'm training again. So now I'm going, um, more consistently again, which is great. And that's just another thing that's um, really, really good for my mental health is just taking a little break and going to class and having a great time. So I'm really happy um, she convinced me to go. (laughs) Yeah, that's really cool. I've talked to multiple grad students like here or through this who are like, yeah, I, I'm into jujitsu. I'm like, I didn't know jujitsu was the thing that people are into now. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, I highly suggest it. You should get into it. I, I don't know. When I was a small youngin, um, I I did taekwondo for a little bit. I was when I was really mm-hmm. young, and then I managed to uh, 
uh, when I was really little, like we had just, when we moved to Colorado, we got the, like this kicking bag that was like in our basement and I did a jump yeah. kick and I got my foot stuck on top of the bag and then I fell and hit the base <laughs> in the concrete floor. I broke both bones of my arms oh my and then gosh. I'm like, never again. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah, that would definitely, um, deter you from yeah. doing anything more. <laughs> I'm also like a very uncoordinated anyway. Um, <laughs> That's yeah, okay, but, so am I. <laughs> but hey, now you can beat up anyone who who threatens you, right? I don't know about that. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I am um I'm really into jujitsu. I'm a huge um I'm sure it's because I grew up with it, but I'm a huge advocate for self-defense and strongly encourage anyone getting into it and um being more uh prepared, I guess, mm-hmm. for self-defense situations. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Absolutely. Um, so what was the last puzzle or current puzzle that you're working on? I'm currently working on one that is um, has a bunch of bees on it and a bunch of like the middle is a huge beehive. And then it has a bunch of flowers on it, too, that are all bee friendly. Oh, OK. Very nice. Now, like how, how big do you do? Um, I usually do a thousand piece ones, but, um, I would do bigger, but my table at home is really small and I'm like, I'm kind of running out of room here. Um, so I usually do a thousand pieces and that gives me like a little bit of challenge, but it's not too hard where I give up. So those are good. Yeah. Do you have like a dedicated table, but like, this is where the puzzles happened or do you have to like eat your dinner, like around the puzzle? Yeah. So I actually just always eat on the couch because my dining room table is my puzzle table. Um, so yeah, I'm sure people get annoyed when they come over, but I'm like, sorry, that's for my puzzles. <laughs> um, so yeah, I basically converted my dining room table to a puzzle table. Ah, very nice. Yeah. Very nice. All right. Well, sort of like wrapping things up a bit, uh, a little bit. Uh, I always like to ask people, like, do you have any advice or tips of wisdom you would give either like an undergrad thinking about going to like, in your case, vet school or either like a first year vet student kind of like adapting to that lifestyle? Um, yeah, I guess for undergrads getting in, I would just say um, in undergrad, everyone acted like it was impossible to get in. And a lot of it um, was really discouraging, honestly, like people would be like, oh, leave that school, it's impossible to get into. And it kind of um, made me feel like, oh, like, should I not even be pursuing this? Like, is it so hard that I'm just never going to be able to get in? Um, And of course, yes, it is extremely competitive to get in. Um, but I would just say that like, it is possible. Like I'm here. I'm just like your typical person. Like I made it. So like you can too, basically, um, like, yes, competitive for sure. I'm not trying to downplay that. Um, but I am trying to say that it's possible and don't get discouraged. Um, but yeah, that would be my advice for undergrads. Awesome. Perfect. I think that's great advice. Well, thank you for coming on and doing this. It was really fun talking with you. Yeah. Thanks for having me.